How you guys doing? This is the Son of the Republic, the original Liberty Gone, and we are going to talk about censorship and propaganda being used against the people um, in this today's America. So it's kind of ironic, right? Because in a lot of communist countries, you know, and socialist countries, propaganda, censorship, man, it, it like it goes hand in hand. You know, it's so rampant there. And in America now, you know, not only are we now our government, if you will, showing a lot of communist and socialist uh, tendencies, you know, now they're censoring the hell out of people, you know, and they're sneaky how they do it. Right. So, for example, they have like these social media um, applications like uh, Metaverse, um, Instagram, TikTok, etc. Right. And what they will say is, oh, well, if they're, let's say, violating, you know, your freedom of speech. Right. Um, they'll say, well, it's a private uh, company, you know, they don't have to abide by, you know, those rules. You know, you can always go to a different platform, right? That's that's what they hide in, all right? But we know damn well that these uh, social media sites are operated, monitored, and controlled by the government, right? And they have these regular civilians who are just a puppet. Let's take uh, TikTok, for example, right? I mean, TikTok right now is the king of censoring, right? And... With TikTok, I went live, right? I had a live, and uh, I was actually talking about this on my live, right? Just went live, no community violations whatsoever. I never had any violations, right? My very first live. I last not even six minutes, right? I get on there, and I was just talking about censorship, propaganda. I'm like, you know, a lot of these social media apps, you know, they censor, you know, they censor us, you know? Um, and I won't be surprised if, you know, you had government molds within a lot of these um you know, companies, right? You know, I was just talking about it. Right after I said that, I'll say about five seconds later, my live just ended, right? And it said that I was suspended due to misinformation, right? And my entire uh, live was about misinformation. It was about uh, the government using these so-called fact checkers, but they're really not fact checkers. You know, they're just government plants, you know? And if you talk about uh, anything that's against the the agenda, right? You know, they'll censor you, you know. They'll say, oh, it's hate speech, you know. It was this, it was that. And it's going to go from them censoring you to the police being at your door. You know, yeah, you know that post that you made last week? You were inciting a insurrection that is traitorous uh, activity, you know, against the government, police at your door. You know, it's going to escalate, right? It's going to get to that point because history has shown us, you know, a lot of countries... You know, they have used heavy propaganda and censorship. When you spoke out against that, you disappeared in the middle of the night. So, you know, I was talking about that. Bam, they suspended it for misinformation, right? So, I submitted an appeal, right? And then it came back, right? It changed, right? It changed from misinformation to dangerous uh, acts and organizations. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, it makes no sense. But they had to, to change it to that to permanently ban it. Because at first it was suspended. You know, it went for suspension. And then not even two minutes later, I got another notification talking about they, it now is permanently fucking banned. Like how? You know, and then it changed from misinformation, you're suspended to this day, to now dangerous acts and organizations that are permanently banned. So that was like my 10th TikTok, man. Like I had 10 TikToks, right? Because... All of them, they get banned, you know, they get perma-banned, you know, and I think that what I talk about and what I do in there is pretty fucking, 
it's pretty tame in my opinion because you got a lot of girls on TikTok who legit. I saw one chick right. She had her titties out and everything, and she just had some fucking like some little stickers on her knuckles. That was it, you know. And her video had over a million likes, right? And if you read TikTok community violations, a lot of stuff like that is against violations, right? But they don't really go after them aggressively because they're a distraction. TikTok, Facebook, all these things are are for two things, right? One, so the government can monitor you and track you. And two, to serve as a distraction. So you're not really paying attention to what the government's doing. You're not really paying attention to all the corruption and tyranny because you're too busy watching a girl shake ass on TikTok. Or you're too busy watching cat videos, you know, on TikTok and things like that. So that's why they have these, these apps, right? If y'all listen to the whole Facebook BS, right? That that woman, right? That woman who uh, came out as a whistleblower against Facebook, bro, she worked for the government. She was a government plant. Like, it was set up. Like, you tell me this woman make off with all this information, right? And you know how many people have tried to expose government organizations, right? And they don't get that kind of airtime, right? She automatically gets all this airtime, right? All this airtime. She gets CNN articles, like, just out of nowhere, right? And it, it just happened too fast. It was too smooth. The process went way too fast, man. The process went way too fast. And, and it was just a ploy for the government to get the people to give more support, you know, to the government of taking over like social media platforms or directly monitoring them. It's just their plan of getting more power, right? You have to you have to give the people a villain, right? So, to be a hero, right? They have to have a villain, right? Or somebody worse than you, right? So that's what the government does. The government sits here and they make boogeyman's, they make bad guys, right? And then they come in like the shine of night and, and they slay them. But what the people don't understand is that they create these problems and they solve the problems that they create. You know, the government will go unless they set fire to a whole town. And then the government be the ones that go and put it all out and save everybody. And all everybody is thinking about is, yeah, the government, they came, they saved us, but not, well, who started the fire? It was the same thing with 9-11, man. They, we needed a boogeyman to go over to the Middle East and take all that oil and shit, right? So the government does so many things, you know, um, to the people and to this republic, right, that damages it. And the people just, they let them get away with it. They let them slide. You know, back in the day, they would have pitchforks and torches outside their house. They would be dragged out to the streets, beat and hung, you know, in the town square. But now we'll sit here and, you know, you hear people say, well, we can vote them out. Like, if you still think voting is a viable option now, man, you are, you're past what a sheep is, man. Like, you're something worse than a sheep, you know. Um, we got to wake up, man. <laughs> we got to wake up. You know, um, a lot of laws that they passed back in the day, too, when you think of, like, red flag laws. Like, the red flag laws are so fucking, um, hold on real quick. Oh, yeah, these poll. So we approve 50%. I'm sorry, I just got. Uh, I'm reading some news poll here, and on this new poll, it said, To what extent do you personally approve or disapprove of countries worldwide requiring proof of COVID 19 vaccination for people to travel there? And I'm just looking at the poll like 30% strongly disapprove, 58% strongly approve. You know, and then it has six percent somewhat approved, four percent somewhat disapprove, and three percent other. 
But I mean, I'm not surprised. Again, you know, majority of the world that you know that's a good number. Fifty eight percent, sixty percent of the world is full of sheep. You know, um, the average person is a sheep. They can't think for themselves. They don't know how to act for themselves. So they need you know big daddy, big mommy to come in and tell them what to do. And that's where your government comes into play. But uh, back to the red flag law. So with the red flag um, laws, man, a lot of people didn't understand how the government works. See, that's my thing, bro. And y'all understand I have the I have a diamond, you know, over my third eye. Because I see through bullshit, man. I see through all that shit, right? And everything that the government do, I see right through it, man. You know, I like there's so many times that I will call shit, right? If you if you've been following my old TikToks, you know that I have been calling shit and it's been coming to pass, man. Like 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 crazy, bro. To the point where people hit me up like, bro, I think you work for the government, man. You just said it was going to do this a month ago. And look, I'm like, it's because I'm a history nerd. And I and when you learn history, right, when you really read on history and study history, you are prepared for the future because history always repeats itself, right? And that's all I'm doing. So with the red flag laws, that is mainly for the government to abuse their power because think of it this way, right? A red flag law is them take is them getting no knock warrant, right? Seizing your weapons, right? Because you may be a danger to, you know, your community or others around you or yourself, right? So it can easily be abused because think about it, right? If you're if you put a meme out, right, and the meme is a a guy in a plate carrier and you're just saying some some patriotic shit like liberty or death or it's time to water the tree, right? Somebody can sit here and say, oh, my God, you know, that's threatening, that's scary. He's talking about, you know, killing government um, officials, you know, with that mean. And they can justify that into, you know, putting a red flag warning on your house, kicking your door and, you know, things get bad. And you don't need your you don't need the average citizen to call it in. We know damn well the government would just they, they can falsify easily, man. They can say, oh, yeah, we got a report. I'm like, from who? Well, we can't disclose that information. You know, they can easily do it. So any video you put out, any pictures, you and your play care look intimidated. They, that that could put you under the red flag bullshit, you know? And a lot of pictures didn't look at it that way. I'm like, bro, look at it. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than that, man. The government doesn't work on our time, right? Back in 2011, 2012. 2012 was like during the rise of the great militia. Everybody was running militias. Militias popping up everywhere. Uh, the government was going to scare it, right? During that time, that's when they really started militarizing the police. Homeland Security started buying all that ammunition. And a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, it's going to pop off next year. I, I was like, no, it's not. It's going to be at least five to ten years before anything happened. And I was willing, And I was like, I'm leaning more towards a decade. 2022 will be what? So around 2012 when it started, that's 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 22, right? Yep. So 2022 will be 10 years, a decade. On my children, man. I'm telling y'all, I don't play around with this stuff. On my children, I called that. I was in the military. I uh, completed boot camp everything 2011, 2012. Um, I think I was at Herbert Field. And I remember we sent down, we were, uh, you know, talking about the government stuff. One of my buddies, Maral. Um, he was, uh, you know, he's very patriotic. And we were talking about it. And I was like, bro, I said, listen, I said, everything Homeland Security is doing. I said, with the police, you know, militarizing and shit, dude. I said, watch. I said, a good five to 10 years, they're going to be ready to execute whatever they plan. They start building all the FEMA camps, start getting all the executive power to FEMA. A lot of patriots, man, all it's going to happen next year. All it's going to, like, no, it's not. It's not going to happen in a year or two. It's not going to happen in a year or three years. Like, you got to think about it. The government is preparing to wage war on the populace. 
So it's going to take a lot of planning. They got to put a lot of new organizations into play. They got to give a lot of funding to places. They got to make sure they train people. They got to make sure they recruit people. It's a lot that goes into it. You know, when the countries are preparing for war, you know, they're usually fucking sitting here and, and mobilizing everything for a year to two years before any actual uh, conflict happens because they're preparing for the war. They're preparing for the conflict. You know, they start increasing the uh, budget. They start uh, mass recruiting. They start making more military vehicles and supplies. And just saying with the government, the government, when, when a, if a revolution happens here in America, it will be a collapse, right? It will be collapse of infrastructure. It will be just a man. It's going to be a huge collapse. So the government has to prepare for all that. You know, they can't just go into a blind. They can't just say, okay, guys, you know, we're militarizing the police now and everything. Let's pop this off for three years. No, that, that doesn't make sense. You need to you know, vet people, make sure, all right, who's going to obey um, unconstitutional laws? You know, um, let's make sure we recruit those kind of people in. Let's make sure that we play on the racial divide more. You know, let's make sure that we divide the people as much as possible. So it's a lot that goes into it. And next year is 2022, man. So that's that 10 year mark. So I've been preparing myself. I've prepared my family. I've been telling people, man, you know, get your shit ready you know because it's getting worse you see with the whole covid mandates man you know the government essentially killed a lot of small businesses they forced all these businesses to shut down meanwhile the big businesses like walmart and the rest of them who more than likely have been donated to a lot of these politicians and things like that you know they allowed them to stay open you know there's hardware stores in my area that were shut down because of covid19 they couldn't open up but yeah, Walmart was open up. Lowe's was open up. Home Depot was open. I was like, how is Lowe's and Home Depot open when you won't, you know, open Pop's Hardware uh, shop? You know, he sells the exact same shit, but he had to close that, you know, and a lot of businesses didn't recover, you know. It's always been a class issue, though, and that's what I got to understand. You know, the government tried to, to use the whole racial issue, you know, the racial divides. Listen, bro. It is a class war and it always has been. You know, since the dawn of kingdoms, right? The noblemen, the noble women, the dukes, the duchesses, the prince, the princess, all the rich and wealthy, right? They lived a lavish and comfortable lifestyle. And it was the peasantry or the common folk who suffered. When there was a food shortage, the nobles were still eating like kings and queens. It was the peasants who were going without. It was the peasants who were starving. You know, when wars were waged, right? You know, it was the peasants dying by the millions man i mean dying man waves of them dying because they're nobody you know they're nobody to the wealthy and even now you know the rich they get off on things that we would never get off on man the law doesn't apply to the rich you know and that's how it's always been it's always been a class war and if anything bad was happened to the world or even our country i guarantee you that all of the rich will be saved by the government in some fucking bunker while the rest of us are out here to brave whatever's happening. Think of World War II, right? Let's talk about how we ended the war with Japan, right? We dropped, you know, the, the bombs on those two civilian cities, right? A lot of Americans, oh, yeah, we know it's justified because we needed to end a war. More people to die in the long run. Do, do, do. I get that, right? I get that. I, I get your reasons behind it. But I understand both sides. One side is you intentionally drop bombs on civilians, killing women, children, elderly. I'm a very honor-bound dude, so that don't sit well with me anyway. I will never um, sacrifice women and children in the old, you know. Um, I, I, I'm just, you know, I believe every man should, should have that mindset, you know. Um, because then you become demonic, you know. You become evil. Um, so I will never agree with that, but I do understand why they did it. 
But that's not what I'm getting into it, you know, in this podcast or this episode. Uh, what I, why I brought that up is, so when we drop those bombs on those people, right? All those people died, right? Over a war that was started by the upper elite, you know, the Japanese upper elite, the rulers and, and those close to them, right? They started that war. They mobilized troops to go fight, you know, to go and bomb Pearl Harbor and stuff like that, right? Those soldiers following orders, right? Whether good or bad, they were following orders. But then the people were just there at the mercy, right? So those people got hit with the atomic, got hit with those uh, A-bombs, right? Thousands of them died, right? For the actions of their rulers. We didn't, we didn't launch those bombs, you know, um, you know, directed at the leader or their, of the upper elite. No, it's always the common folk who, who, who suffers, you know. If two wars were to, uh, if two countries were to wage war right now, right, and they resorted to nuclear bombs, it would be the civilian population who will suffer more. The government will be hidden away in some bunker and they'll be safe, but it'll be civilian population who would take the brunt of that shit, you know. And, and that's the reality of it, is we're nothing but cannon fodder to the elites. We're nothing but, you know, we're peasant, right? We're the peasantry to them, you know. And it's crazy how you got so many Americans who sit here and idolize these politicians, man, these fucking stupid rich politicians man they're rich for no reason you know especially when the fucking government they they damn there don't work <laughs> you know they damn there don't work you know and um they're just parasites in my opinion you know they in 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 my opinion the wealthy has always been like that there's parasites you know to to the working people to the common folks you know and we allowed the government to separate us by race. You know, oh, well, it's the white people's fault for this and this. And black folks did this and this. But reality is, it's always been the government's fault. It's always been the upper elites, the upper wealthy. It's always been their fault. You know, if we get rid of them, man, this country would be utopia. You know, they create many of the problems here. Many of the problems they fucking create, man. So we need to wake up and we need to see that, you know, this government no longer represents the people. This government has sided with the enemy and they're using censorship propaganda against us they're using police against us they're using you know um you know your fellow citizens against you you know with the racial divide you know they're using every dirty tactic they can think of in a playbook man you know they see us as the enemy our government see us as the enemy and we have to understand that our government is operating as if they're in a state of war so we need to start operating like we're in a state of war you got peace like well you know, when they, they've already crossed that line. Do not say when they cross. They have already crossed that line. We are now in a state of war. Whether you want to believe it or not, the war has started. And we need to start mobilizing. We need to start getting together. We need to start uh, establishing underground networks. And we need to start linking up and, and make sure we build up these relationships with each other. Because all we have is each other. When this republic is threatening, the sons and their daughters will come to her aid. That is our duty.